Welcome back to the watch list. I'm Nicole Petalides. We're going to take a close look here at PayPal after the quarterly report, but there's been a lot of concern pertaining to the margins. And so joining me right now, Caleb Silver, editor and chief of Investopedia. Thank you for being with us. Glad you're here. Always good to be here. So as we look at PayPal, there seems to be some good news and some not such good news, but the interpretation on the stock is down yeah, 12%. Stock's down 12% today. And this is after results on Monday that were pretty good. Let me just rip mm -hmm. through yeah, some of these. 56% increase in net income year over year. That's pretty good for a payments company. Net revenue up 8.6%. They did $6 billion in net revenue. Transaction revenue up 6%. It's not like there was an mm -hmm. activity there was, and revenue from their other services, and we're going to focus on this in a minute, up 39.4%. Those other services are important for PayPal. That's what we call Braintree. This is their sort of white label processing service. They're growing that a lot, just the margins aren't so good, Nicole. Right, and that's the whole point, because I saw, and, and they have a less profitable, um, the, the Braintree checkout product, right? And that's less, pro they didn't expect for that one to do as well and sort of move forward and have momentum because they don't make as much money on that. They don't, they don't make as good margins at that, but the revenue right. is really growing fast. It's okay. just a smaller okay. chunk of the revenue. And Braintree's <laughs> yeah. one of those things, you wouldn't know it if you saw it because they do sort of white label that out to other payment processors. And while that's growing, the margins aren't as good. So you heard PayPal's uh, executive team taking down gross profit margin forecasts going out this year by just a little bit, but just enough to get investors' attention to say, yeah, maybe the business is growing, but not in the ways that we wanted to. And then you look at the competitive landscape. It is tough out there in payment processor land. You got Stripe, you got Amazon, you got mm -hmm. Apple, you got Google, Authorized Square, Affirm, they are coming from all sides into this payment processing network at a time, Nicole, where e-commerce transactions are actually slowing as a total percent of overall transactions because oh, we're out shopping. Point. Good point, because of it's how the economy is doing, and if people are not using e-commerce as much, that would be detrimental to all of those names, right? Um, there's no, I guess there's no way to quite quantify just yet how much it's going down or what the outlook is, but the point is one feeds the other. Um, as we look at the operating margin growth, you said that they had to cut that part of it, and that's such a big piece of the puzzle, right? And when you look at these other names like Stripe and, and Square and Apple, um, what kind of competitive landscape do they offer? I mean, are they are they giving good products to compete here? Absolutely, they're all really good at this and PayPal has dominant market share, especially here in the United States. And while that's a good thing, if the pie itself is not growing, mm -hmm. then having that market share, that dominant market share, doesn't mean as much as it used to. And just take a look at the stock over the past five years, down 16%. This mm. was a rocket ship growth company headed right. to the moon. The stock did great over the years. Now, if you go all time, the stock's up 91% if you go all the way back to the IPO. But over the past five years to have this stock be down 16%, that's very strange when you consider all the growth around it. But you know what? There's some giants in there like MasterCard and Visa. They are eating the payment processing world alive. Yeah. And so is Apple with Apple Pay. Don't forget about yeah, that. Yeah, I want to talk about all of that. I mean, what about Bitcoin? Didn't they have some Bitcoin too? I mean, do you remember that? They I did, mean, and they were offering up, some transactions some of their... in Bitcoin. Maybe they had right. invested some in the Treasury, certainly not to the extent as some other companies like Tesla had done, but right. they were experimenting there because they thought that that was well, going to take Because that went up. down from where that had been, too. I mean, that's right. like another downside. But as you know, some of the other big, you know, we talk about fintech, and then you just talk about the, the good old companies like MasterCard and Visa, right? Yeah, this is what they do. 
Right, and so that's the big picture here. Um, as we look at the landscape about the consumer, we're waiting on more data for CPI, PPI, um, and we'll get a couple of CPI prints before the next Fed meeting. But you have to wonder how the consumer has been feeling. I mean, you know, and their their cost is more because rates have been higher. Absolutely. But consumers keep spending. And if we don't, we're going to be in a lot of trouble. That's 70 percent of U.S. GDP. It's a little bit shaky consumer spending lately, but it's mm -hmm. not stopping most people from continuing to spend, pushing credit card debt to record high. We know those APIs, those APRs are at record highs as well. So we're going to continue to spend until something mm -hmm. breaks. When consumer spending breaks, look out below. Right. And that's the whole thing. Um, what else have you been watching lately over at Investopedia? What have people been looking up this week or of late? As usual, best CD rates, top CD rates, uh, safest yeah. place for my money. Is the bank still a safe place for my money? But we just ran our most recent sentiment survey of our yeah. newsletter readers, and they're about as cautious, Nicole, as they have been all year. They're concerned about all the walls of worry that are surrounding investors right now. You want to talk about the debt ceiling. Sure. You want to talk about a possible recession, inflation, high interest rates, name it. They're concerned about it. U.S.-China relations. There's a one thing that isn't bothering them right now. Plus, we went from a period of Tina, there is no alternative, yeah. to Tara. There are real alternatives to put your money right now, whether it's in the bank at 4 or 4.5%, a CD at 5%. You can right. make money outside of the market. We think a lot of our readers and investors are doing just that. Yeah. Well, thank you for all of this. I mean, when we look at PayPal, uh, you talked about this competitive landscape. And, you know, it's my understanding the leadership was not even supposed to be in that role, um, that they are searching for it more for the C-suite, too. That's another element. I mean, as we hear so many companies working to move forward, AI is something that PayPal and I think IBM and some of the others are using to try to figure out how to cut costs. I mean, that was something else that I had read pertaining to uh, PayPal. Any final big picture thoughts here as, you know, we're moving back and forth and this volatility is also real. Yeah, lots of churn, but basically we are where we were last June in terms of the stock market yeah. right now. So we need a catalyst. It's not may not be the consumer price index tomorrow. We need something to go on. We need some action around here. Hopefully we'll get some soon and maybe some clarity so investors can see the rest of the year and start putting some money to work in the and market. And that will be the secret to the success once we have some clarity because it's the uncertainty and all these things looming that people just don't want to, you know, jump in all the way. It's always nice to see you, Caleb Silver. Thank you so much for bringing us the latest up from Investopedia and, of course, some details on PayPal as well. Thank you, Caleb Silver.